Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast. Your best podcast spot for all things Cleveland Guardians baseball. Presented by waitingfornextyear.com. Follow Matt on Twitter at Dairy Speaks and Todd at TD Guardians KU. The Dairy Brothers Guardians cast is on the air. And we're back, everybody. It is another edition and episode of the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast right here at waitingfornextyear.com, the evergreen podcast network. Matt Dairy, Todd Dairy with you, brought to you by the Center for Advanced Dentistry, CFAD.net, best dentist in America. Dr. Ben Hornstein, Groove Ride, of course, at GrooveRide, R-Y-D-E.com. You want to work out, you want to get uh, the best for your body, Groove Ride has got you. And also, Breaking Tea t-shirts at BreakingTea.com slash Dairy. An 11 and 11 baseball team, folks. Two sweeps this week of doubleheaders by the opposition. The unnamed team on Tuesday, the Marlins on Saturday, not the greatest week of baseball. Saw some good things on Sunday, certainly with the offense. And of course, the debut of LTA, Logan T. Allen. But uh, Todd, there were some times this weekend where you're just kind of shaking your head at this offense and a little frustration. Certainly Saturday, I thought Tito managed a really poor game Saturday night. And yet here they sit with a chance to make some hay this week with two teams they should beat, the Rockies and the Red Sox. You know, they're in first place, by the way, which is, I, I don't. <laughs> does, that, does, does, that, does that look like a first place team to you? It doesn't look like a first place team to me, I can tell you that. It is, um, it's a little frustrating because the pieces are all there. Now, I can look at the rotation and say, okay, they're still without Tristan McKenzie, who's their second best pitcher. Quantrill's been up and down. Plesak is, you know, at best a fifth starter. Savali's injured. And Bieber, they've lost four of his five starts. And yet here we are as a 500 team in first place because, as usual, the gift that keeps on giving, the AL Central. Um, But, you know, this was Tito's birthday week. Not a great week for him, uh, both on the field and uh, just with the, with the team and his in-game managing was left a little to be desired. But again, as we all know, the reason why Tito is who he is and how great he is is because of the relationships he builds and the way that the players respond to him. So, yes, of course we're going to nitpick. That's what we do. But I'll still take Tito all day over most of these guys. And I, I there's a lot of Tito bashers out there on Twitter I still don't understand what you think you're getting better than him. You know, I mean, I know he's not, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't manage analytically and, and, you know, he does a lot of gut stuff, which is fine, but he's still the man. I I love him. The team loves him. The players play hard for him and they always seem to find a way. So it was just, it was a frustrating week though, because you looked up at the schedule and you're like, all right, here's some time to make some, Hey, we got the unnamed team who stinks. And, uh, and then this weekend, the Marlins, I mean, they got a nice team, but, you know, you're at home against the Marlins. It's cold. You're thinking, okay, it's going to be a little bit better, but not great. Not a great week. No. And, and you know, set look, let's get the Tito stuff out of the way. 
because like you said, I mean, we're both a couple of Tito slappies and I'm, and I'm good with him. And obviously, and I got it in the DVR, the MLB network, a uh, feature on him. I got to watch that tomorrow, uh, later tonight, or at some point tomorrow, maybe, but, um, Saturday night sucked and anybody is open to criticism. They should be criticized no matter if they're legendary or not, no matter if they're the greatest managers or coaches in the history of, of our organization. Um, or or any of the teams in town. Saturday night was ridiculous. When you've got speedy players, you're pinch running Will Brennan in the seventh and he's standing on second. Move him. Hit and run. Double steal. The Marlins last day checked that wasn't Pudge Rod- Rodriguez back there. I don't even know who the guy is. It was I don't J- know Jacob either of their Stallings catchers. Was it, the, uh, it was in the first game. Oh, yeah, Bucko. Jacob Stallings. Great. Whoever no, the other was, guy was, was, it was in the second game. I don't remember the guy's name who was. He played yesterday. Game. No clue he is. Like, unless that's Pudge back there, run. Jose, leadoff single in the eighth. Okay, here we go. Stood there at first. Yeah, like, I, run. Yeah. Ninth inning, two guys on. You're bunting Tyler Freeman? Why? You got speed on the bases. Move him. I mean, bunting? Really? You're going to give out a free out after A.J. Puck hits him and his and then a five-pitch walk to Gabe Arias. Walking Gabe Arias, you should be fired from baseball for doing that. <laughs> I, I don't – the guy's name is Fort, Forts or Fortes. No F-O-R-T. idea. And, and I'm and an NL only – and I'm a National League snob. I was literally just going to say, and you are NL only man yourself, so. Two uh, and one. Team D's is rolling, baby. James Outman is just uh, – and Bednar on my team. I love it. But I'm, it's – but – when yeah, you, you when mean. you have the opposing team's reliever coming in and they're lo- loading up lefties, give Skip Schumacher credit, the Marlins manager. He was as load, he was loading up. You load up, you party. <laughs> I mean, like AJ Puck was just, but he but he hits him and as in the wrist, five pitch walk to Arias, and then you're gonna square around and give him a free out. Game over. Game over. Ter- ter- it was a terrible, terrible decision. I don't understand it. I, I know what his answer would be. Well, you got to get those guys into scoring position so a single scores two and you win the game. I know that's what he's looking for. It's not Tyler Freeman is not who, who's nobody can give bunt me a anymore. Here. I don't know. Give me a strikeout machine. Who who's who's the guy who strikes out nonstop? Here, how about uh, this? Austin Hedges? <laughs> exactly. Freeman is known for a as a high contact guy. Okay. Let him swing the bat and see what happens. This offense is built around swing the bat, put the ball in play, and good things will happen. Instead, you're giving a you're bailing a guy out who put the first two guys on and, like you said, was wild, walked a guy in five pitches and hit another guy. You're just gonna give him a free out like that. And like well, and, and, and bunting in, is also a lost art, and no one's really good at I it know. anymore. And like you're also bunting to a left-handed pitcher who can pick up the ball and throw to third immediately because he's facing in that direction. Thank you. That's Thank exactly you. what happened with Friedman. Yeah. And look, credit to Zach Meisel. All right. Now we're 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 complete Zach Homers here. All right. But we are his Zach, number one fans. But, that is true. Think about something with Zach. All right. Zach writes for the athletic.com. He does not write game stories. After the game, right, you know, what'd you think of police acts? That same bullshit, okay? <laughs> the first question should have been, hey, late inning, you know, late inning question here. You know, what were you? Th-? Zach stepped up at about the third or fourth question to say, what was the message to Freeman? 
What's it? They bunt it, and he said to get the ball down to third base, which I get it. Tyler did not execute. All right, so that's not all on the manager. But to me, the the idea that AJ Puck can turn around after being rattled and see a, a free out being handed to him kills us. Like to me, and look, let's find out what Tyler Freeman can do. You know, he's nice back on the shuttle. You know, he's yeah. back to, to the 614. Great. He's in Columbus. But, like, let's see him. Let's see maybe if he, he can put the ball in the gap. Let's and find do, out what we have. I do want to come back to that, him going back to Columbus in a second. But it was just absurd. I I, I just – we've discussed this many, many times that, that the old bunting is for losers. And I just – giving up a free out when you have three – wait, that was the – was the eighth inning. It was the eighth Ninth inning. Ninth right? inning. It was the ninth inning. Sorry. It, yeah, because it was the end of the and game. And then a med pinch hit for – Right, whichever catcher was in the game, it must have been Valoria. Well, that's another conversation we have to come back around. Yeah, let's, to. I think so, they should so, carry five catchers. No, Let, yeah. Let's carry five catchers. Let's be the first team to ever carry five catchers. Let's try the, that. the The point here remains that you have three outs left, and you're giving one away. Right. It's the stu- it, it is the stupidest of. of and again, I come, you know, if it's Austin Hedges, old Austin Hedges, who you're worried is going to strike out and hit into a double play, I get it. Freeman's fast. Even if he swings and hits the ball, he could beat out a double play. He's got wheels. It's bigger bags now. You know what I mean? Like, yep. let the kids and it's April. Let him swing. Let's see I what know. he's got. Why? We, what are we doing here? So dumb. Yeah. So that was Saturday. Was that JB Bickerstaff uh, managing. Saturday? Oh, I, I oh, turned the Cavs game on yesterday. Nice, JB, such a nice guy. He did such a great job. And then everybody now on Twitter, I see is he's going to he should be fired. I didn't watch Fired. You're, you're not firing him. They're not firing him. I know. Sorry. I will say this. I turned part of that game on yesterday as I was watching the Guardians game. And uh, a Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, you might as well just put Doherty and Nance jerseys on their backs. <laughs> they are so soft. Oh, my God. Was, Jared I Allen. The, I had more rebounds laying in my bed in, in Macomb County. I, yeah, I was at the, I was at the uh, Guardians game yesterday. And you don't understand side tangent here. I saw a guy was sitting like a few rows behind me yesterday. Yeah. And he was wearing like a, it was a Donovan Mitchell jersey. Donovan? Uh, like, it, it, yeah. Yeah, Donovan. Sorry. It was a Donovan jersey. <laughs> There's no last names allowed. Yeah. But if you're that big of a fan to be a Donovan Mitchell jersey wearer, what are you doing at a Guardians at game? At a baseball while game? The ba- while the NBA playoff game is being played. Well, may- maybe he had the baseball tickets and he didn't want to give them up. And, you know, he paid his good hard, hard-earned money. And so he figured, did he have his phone? I'm assuming he was watching the game. I, on his I phone. don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I just turned around. And I saw a guy wearing a, 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 a Donovan Mitchell jersey. And I was like, what would you, if you're, if you're that big of a fan, why would you be here? Like, do you well, think I would ever, even if it's regular season versus playoffs, just whatever. I, don't I think they need to put sorry. more. I think they need more Dean in game five or maybe <laughs> Lamar or Ricky. <sighs> but right, anyway, sorry. that was okay. uh Terry. Terry did not do a good job managing on Saturday. And, uh, but that was, that was, look, it's one, there's going to be bad weeks. All right. Weather got cold this week, double headers, rain outs, snow outs. Um, you know, Wednesday was beautiful sitting there at uh, at, at the grandiose uh, uh, Comerica Park uh, in the woodshop. Good job by you. Good job oh, by you. Beautiful day. Uh, Ray Bennett came with me, uh, converted Guardians fan, got a chance to see Zach for a second up in the concourse. Uh, the great Josh Holub came down. It was nice. Jose hit that ball. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just smoked it. But uh, 
this team needs to be hitting more home runs. I, I get that this is not their forte, but man, it's it's a different team when the ball is going over the fence. And uh, absolutely, Look at even that. yet, yesterday was just man. They did they need that Jose home run, and then Josh Bell's been swinging the bat a lot better. I was a just lot gonna, better. I was just gonna say. It, when it, I don't want to pin it all on one person, but when Josh Bell is working in the middle of that lineup, things just improve tenfold. You know, uh, Naylor, Naylor is very interesting. This was a really bad stretch for Naylor. He's in a really bad stretch right now. You know, they, the the Guardians had to, you know, and, and you'll talk about in the pitching matchups. It's a seven lefty in eight game stretch. And for someone, Josh Naylor heading into this weekend was over 15 against lefties. And yesterday, finally, the, you know, hitting eighth, he finally got two singles, which was good. And, yeah, you know, you got a couple it. of nice swings. Listen, if this again, we, you know, he keeps saying it, but if this offense is going to be clicking the way it, ha- it they wanted to, Naylor's got to be better than he's been. Josh Bell's got to be better than he's been. Josh Bell's looking like he's he's starting to get more comfortable. That series we talked about last week in Washington where he went back home really turned out to be kind of the kickstart to a season. And this weekend, he, you know, I, I was there Saturday and yesterday. Um, I was supposed to go Friday, but yesterday I went, I went to, you know, two of uh, the three games. I didn't stay for Saturday night's game, but you got um, it. You got it done yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was good. But Josh Bell, it's interesting. His right-handed swing is hideous. I know. Right? Like it's it just looks like, like he's golfing. It, it's just a bad swing. I mean, he makes contact. He's doing, you know, he, he, he hits it, but it's not, it's not pretty. It's put it this way. It's, this isn't Will Clark from, or Ken Griffey Jr. From the left side, him hitting righty. Nice, nice. Uh, Will Clark reference there. Yeah, Sweet yeah, swing. So, Sweet yeah, swing. Beautiful, beautiful. But, but, uh, old jerk. He make all time red ass that guy. Oh all yeah. Timer. But yeah, but, uh, it's the offense just makes thing. you know, it's just moving so much better when, you can count on Josh Bell in the middle there. But even even yesterday, listen, you know how hard I, you and I are on Ahmed. I mean, he was so bad Saturday night. I mean, sat, Saturday in the doubleheader, you know, Shane, Shane Bieber in the first inning of that, of that no, I'm sorry, second inning, you know, uh, they had two on and one out. Taylor made double play ball to Ahmed, boots just it. Just kicks up, it. Yeah, just kicks it, ends up being two runs. And it's just like, I'm tired of having this conversation, but he sucks defensively at short. I tried. I really, really tried to defend him and to be in his corner. And I know he's Jose's best friend and I'm sick of this conversation. But again, this is the, I never understood. You remember when the, uh, in spring, they were like, we had this conversation on here about extending him. And it was like, Come maybe on. we should extend him. You know, you don't know how, but, how but yeah, but then he has a date. Then he has no. a day like yesterday. Where you know four hit Ahmed, which he did a lot last summer, and you're right. right, spraying the ball all over the field and running, scoring from first on that uh, Jose double, which was really yeah, nice. He, he has good qualities. I mean, there's he's a, he's a good major league player. There's no doubt about it. But every day at shortstop, I mean, Birdie That's... made some plays over the weekend. Heck, Arias in Detroit made a play to save a run on the ball uh, yeah. uh, in that fifth fifth inning or whatever on Wednesday with Quantrill. Yeah, he just smothered it, and the guy had to stay at third. He knocked it down. He was on his butt. He couldn't get back up, Arias, but he saved a run. Ahmed would not have gotten that ball. Did you see the ball would have been in left center field? Did you see the play Birdie made yesterday? Yeah, it was like a grounder to him, and it like took a 
hit off the grass like the lip and he literally like at the split second actually that was hamson yesterday actually they're both those guys okay. made plays really both nice those guys play. made plays yeah. former <laughs> member of team d's garrett hamson <laughs> wait so so the, the thing about ahmed is he is a nice ball player but it's it's just it's frustrating sometimes the way he wild swings and whatever but i, I want to come back to in the spring we had that conversation about the extension thing he was the one, it seems to me that he, I, I, listen, I have no basis for this, but like, you remember he put up the googly eyes or whatever, when there was like, they're talking to Ahmed about an extension. Well, guess what? You never heard that Ahmed, uh, Andres was being talked to about the extension. Then it happened. You know what I mean? You yeah. never heard about Trevor Steffen's extension. Then it happened. But you heard about Ahmed's extension, which didn't happen, which tells me Ahmed's agent was leaking that. Because he wants the extension. Sure. He wants to stay here. But you know what? Who wouldn't? Brian Rocchio and Freeman. I, and, and I want to move this now into the next conversation, which is Matt Derry, my almost 50-year-old brother, your thoughts on Gabriel Arias. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah. right? And yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripotis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Uh, it's it's not good so far. Swing is too long. You know, I was a big fan. I was hoping for big things. Watched enough film and tape and went on MILB and watched Columbus games. But, ay ay ay, it's a tough watch. The at bat the other night was good, the walk, but doesn't make a lot of hard contact either, does he? Well, uh, you got to give you got to give him more time, you know. Let me let me ask you this. Well, first of all, it's funny you said the long swing. Literally yesterday, I get a text from Ags at the game, and he's like, "Arias's swing's too long." And it you is. Know who, you know who else he used to say whose swing was too long? Andy Marte. <laughs> that was, <laughs> Ags said that like fifteen years ago. No, but but uh, the thing about Arias is. He could be a utility man. I just don't see a huge. I don't see a start. I mean, he's he's still young. We, that's another thing we got to you know we got to take into account. With that said, would this team be better off with Tyler Freeman, who yes. is a more versatile? Play? I mean, listen, they're all versatile at this point. You know, they've all played third base, second base, shortstop. You know, Arias has played some corner outfield, but would they be better off with Freeman who is a higher contact, lower strikeout guy who can do all of these same things and is down there in triple a and he's hitting like three seventy, he, you know, high on base percentage, you know, draws walks. He's a much more disciplined hitter. And with the offense struggling the way it is, I would rather have Freeman in there with that opportunity than, than Arias. I, 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 
I'm not sure on Arias's um option situation. He's not he's not uh, out of options, is he? No, no, he can okay. be sent back okay. down. So Freeman they immediately sent Freeman back down. Well, I, yeah, they did, and I don't, I don't get it. I don't either. I mean, There's I three catchers thing. Superior player there. Yes. The, okay. So but the, the, going back to last year, they picked Arias for the playoff roster and down the stretch of the regular season over. And he did, and he did a nice job playing first base. Um, and that's the one thing. Like Freeman, I don't know if Freeman's played any first, and Arias has played first a few times this year. Right. That's why he's there. I think they. I think they're thinking. All right, let's say Josh Bell gets a hangnail and has to sit out a game, and it's a lefty, and they don't want to play Naylor at first. Your other option is Arias. That's it. Right. Who else is playing first base? Well, you know, it's, it's I mean, not, the ghost of the ghost of Will Benson is no longer around. So, right. <laughs> remember they made they had that Will Benson experiment last summer with at first base for like a week yeah. in Columbus. But I think Arias is there to be sort of your emergency first baseman. But in reality. Look, you got to give him some more time. I'm not going to, but I think Freeman's a better player. Now, we were hoping one of the two of them would be so good that it would force the hand of the organization to go, there's our future shortstop or right. future something. Right. Because obviously Rokio's in that discussion too, and he was only up for one day, uh, you know, just as an emergency. But um, wearing yeah, I mean, neither, neither guy's wowing me. I'm not sitting here going, oh my gosh. But I do like the Tyler Freeman Tyler Freeman just hits the ball harder. And I think he, you know, they both seem like they can play shortstop. Um, but that's not the biggest issue right now. I But the three catchers thing is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, Valoria has four at-bats. Why is he on the team? He's made no starts either. What's the point? I don't understand it either, especially because there's no need to have him on the 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 40 man either drink because right now you're you still have well now they dfa'd lavastita so you still have four catchers on the 40 man which is completely unnecessary unless one's a double a prospect and you know eventually bo naylor is going to be that guy and bo naylor and zanino are the guys you want what made no sense to me the other night was you pinch run brennan for gallagher in the eighth so now brennan's out of the game so you can't use him in the late innings. Let's say we had uh, and you don't have an extra innings. bat because you're not going to use Valoria. Right. right. Then you have a med hitting for Valoria. So then Zanino would have had to have come into the back end of the game, which he already had caught the first game. It's just stupid. I, I, yeah. Again, that comes back to the bad managing week for sure. Well, right. But I just, I don't understand carrying three catchers. We're talking about wanting to see more of Freeman. We're talking about the offense struggling. Regardless of yesterday, yesterday was nice, and hopefully this continues, and we'll see another lefty tonight. And this is the Rockies coming in here. Colorado gives up like seven runs a game. They're horrible, and their best pitcher we don't even face. So this week, so you know, got to score, but you'd have more of an opportunity to see the likes of Freeman and Arias if you didn't care, or somebody else if you didn't carry a third catcher that never plays and only plays like a few innings in the late innings, but never gets to hit. Yeah, I mean, and, and and again, I I think we talked about this last week, but I understand the concept of three catchers. But when one of them is like basically a useless player, then there's no point. I know they're kind of seeing, making sure Zanino is healthy and okay coming back from a major injury. But the yeah. one thing we could say about Zanino, he's hitting. He can't catch the ball. I mean, as I <laughs> tweeted the other night, when he had another pass ball that only that cost us two runs, like. Can we get a catcher that can catch the ball? You know, it's you interesting. Know? I Zanino is literally leading the team in OPS right now. 
and he really is hitting the ball. I mean, yeah, but his it, D, his defensive put, run save must be horrible. Okay, so he he's not great at, at blocking. That is for sure. His framing is not bad, and and this brings me to the next conversation, which is Logan Allen's debut yesterday. Oh, I was there. Zanino did it. Other than the blocking, Zanino did a really nice job with the framing for him. It, it, so so there there's something there with Zanino for sure. I just think that we're so spoiled because we had years of Roberto Perez, Austin Hedges, and even Jan Gomes for that matter. We have when was do you ever remember us bitching about our our defense other than like when Rene Rivera was or or San, not Rene Rivera no Sandy Leone Leone Sandy yeah. Leone was the backup no because catcher's interference guy. that was like four times a week with Sandy Leone it drove Andrew Siciliano nuts <laughs> no but Logan Allen yesterday was to come in first of all I, I was sitting you know in in my seats and. At the top of our section is where the family sits, and it was so cool. I sent you guys, I sent you that picture, you know, in the EP of Logan Allen's family after he came off after the six innings, and they you got any going... U.S. prom pictures. <laughs> it, 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 it was uh, it was it was pretty good. I mean, it it was really cool to see, and he, I mean, six innings, eight Ks, one walk, and he and, and what was cool was you know, you know, we were talking about this on text last night about the sweeper is the new word. Yeah, that eighty I can't mile do per it. hour, you know, slider, slider, it's a slider. What's what the hell? And now even on the MLB app, they call it a sweeper. But it he was he looked so poised out there too. Like yeah, he was attacking the hitters. Get, like like when I, I was at Hunter Gaddis's first two major league starts, he looked so overwhelmed. You could see it in his face. Logan Allen just looks like nothing is phasing him. Yeah, he's there. ready. He's ready. Yeah, and to me. If this is what you're going to see, and again, it was cold yesterday. Well, it wasn't that cold, but the Marlins have a decent lineup. He handled it. No problem. Like I was honestly, I was shocked when they brought him back out for when, when, when he came out for the sixth and nobody was warming. I was like, wow, you know, his pitch count wasn't high, but in AAA, they've only been letting him throw 80, 85 pitches. You know, they're very careful with their top young prospects, but he, I mean, he was so poised out there. Tito's like, let's just keep going. You know, normally it's like your first major league start. You don't want to let him go through the, the lineup three times. He he threw him right back out there and he was terrific. And it was, you know, I think he struck, he struck out the side in the sixth to finish, right? Or was it two? It was either two strikeouts in the sixth or three, or he struck out the side. I can't remember. But the poise he showed was Loved it. really, really good. Had good command. You know, he only walked one guy in his major league debut. I mean, that's, that's incredible to do that with that pressure on you, especially knowing you're coming off a double header where you needed some sort of length because almost everybody pitched the day before uh, was, was really, really good and, and encouraging. And to me, leave him here now for a while. There is no reason to send him back down. Let's, this is your, this is one of your studs. Let's leave him here and see what he's got. No, I really like how he attacked the hitters. I mean, Garrett Cooper, he just kept blowing him away couple of at bats and that's a decent right-handed bat that's you know 300 hitter that was hitting in the two spot that he was going at guys and you're right it's one thing to just have a fastball like Gaddis and really need some more secondary pitches but the changeup's good the slider or sweeper is good and uh he was throwing a lot of fastballs early but but he was going they were inside they were well you know polished and uh it was fun to watch he seems like a really good kid and 
You know, yeah. look, there's a reason why they've been pumping him up as one of the top prospects, uh, you know, number eight overall prospect. But uh, I'd give him another start in Boston. It'll be interesting to see what they do. They've got an open spot Wednesday. I'm assuming that's going to be Bybee. Um, you know, well, they, wait, hold on. What about Battenfield? Are you Battenfield's giving... pitching Tuesday? So the open spot is on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, because okay. you had a double header. So Bieber and Pleissack, neither of them. Oh, can right. Hit. That's right. I forgot that. So, and we'll go through this day. in a minute. We actually have, have to wrap because we got came we got here ready to wrap. To take, we got some business to take care of, you and I. Casey <laughs> <laughs> told me to be here at 8 a.m. ready to wrap. That's right. Um, but uh no, it was it was good to see. And and look, with all the injuries and Savali being out, Mackenzie Gaddis did not do well. You know, Battenfield's been okay so far. Let's see how he does tomorrow or Tuesday, tomorrow. Um, you got to give. I, I would think Allen would get another opportunity. He's got to. Yeah. How how are you going to not throw that guy back out there after the way he looked, especially when you gave Hunter Gaddis? What did he get? Four starts or four or five starts? Four yeah, starts. Four. I think it was four. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I saw yesterday down in AAA, like Gaddis was hitting high nineties on his fastball. Work him out of the pen because. Just as a quick aside, I have zero faith that Nick Sandlin can do the job anymore. I know that it's good to have a guy with a different arm angle, and he's coming from the side, and yeah, it was good. He's got no command. Every time he comes in, he's walking somebody, and he can't face left-handed pitching either, or left-handed batters either. So both, I'm both, ready to see someone Sandlin, else instead of him. Both Sandlin and James haven't exactly pitched very well lately. I mean, every time James has an in, ERA of about seven. There's that, a home I mean, run. Giving up that yesterday. Run homer yesterday. Again, you and I. That was a cookie. That was a cookie. You could have hit that out. What's that? That was a cookie. You could have hit that out. Well, that and like, can we ever have a fucking laugher one time? I know. I know. Everything with this team, it's got to be, you know, again, it it came down to a two run game. I I don't know. All right. Real fast pitching matchups. And thanks to the folks at Center for Advanced Dentistry and Groove Ride. And of course, a breakingtea.com. Get your gear at breakingtea.com slash dairy. Uh, the new Jose shirt is sweet. Uh, tonight, lefty again. I lost your volume, dude. Austin Gomber. What's that? I can't hear you. You can't hear me? Nope. Hold on. You, were you got me now? Too. Nope, can't hear you. I, I got myself, so let me just keep going here. I don't know. We, we Can't hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. We got some technical problems here. I can't hear you at all. This is weird. I'm going to keep going. Austin Gomber against Cal Quantrill tonight. Another lefty, Ryan Feltner, the righty for the Rockies against Peyton Battenfield on Tuesday. Noah Davis against To Be Determined on Wednesday. Likely would be Tanner Bybee, we think. And then Pavetta, Sale, Kluber, another lefty on Saturday for the Red Sox at Fenway. Bieber, Plesak, and you got to figure Logan Allen will get another opportunity to pitch on uh, Sunday. All right, we're wrapping up. Todd can't hear me. You Say something. Talk. I just can't hear you, but hey, you look good when you're talking. You see uh, the D's right, have are, nice haircut working. All right, let's wrap. We're <laughs> wrapping up. We are out of room and out of here. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. 
I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.